Boy, did anyone see this tease that James O'Keefe uh, Project Veritas put out on a Twitter box? Oh my goodness, they, they say voter fraud doesn't exist. They say there's no evidence. Evidence hasn't been substantiated. He says that in a world where people don't believe what they read or hear, maybe people just need to see. Now, Project Veritas and James O'Keefe, the media absolutely hate him and what his organization does. But they have they've they've let the cat out of the bag as far as CNN goes and their agenda. They've infiltrated there. Um, I remember during the 2018 midterms, you had um, Andrew Jellum's uh, campaign. They uh, infiltrated there. Um, as well as uh, getting a hold of Bernie Sanders's campaign. So when and uh, uh, Facebook uh, as well, I believe it was Facebook they uh, got in there as well. Just the anti-Trump biases that run through big tech, as he uh, exploited and pointed out. The man does incredible work, as does his team. I remember um, the last one that I saw was uh, with Antifa and how violent an uh, organization Antifa really well and truly is. How, you know, how hateful they are and how those people really truly, as far as I'm concerned, have no place in our American family and just want to cause chaos on our streets and that's exactly what they're doing. So he's teasing that and saying that um next Monday on the 28th that uh there'll be something uh breaking from there about voter fraud. And well we do have news on voter fraud today um actually. So we will get into that and I was just checking it out and I wanted to uh make you aware. So anyway, we have good news out of uh Louisville. So suspect charge this is from W LKY local affiliate in um in uh, uh Kentucky, excuse me. Suspect charged in shooting that injured two LMPD officers downtown. A suspect is in custody after two Louisville Metro police officers were wounded in a shooting Wednesday evening. Uh Lorenzo and the way that Lorenzo is being spelled here, you ready for this? L A R Y N Z O. Okay, interesting there. Charged with 14 counts of wanton endangerment on police officer and two counts of assault on um, police officer. And as of today, his bond has not been sent and he won't be arraigned um, until tomorrow. So that's very good news. But the uh, sort of the downside of that is now I, we still have more rioting I, in, in, in Louisville where the whole Breonna Taylor uh, verdict uh, came out as far as the officers go. And the only one that got charged of the three, Brett uh, Hankinson, uh, was charged with the same exact thing, by the way, wanton um, endangerment. So we're going to continue to see these riotings. But this is what uh, the point that I want to get into. Axios has, a, has a, an article out today. Jim Vandehe, whatever you want to pronounce it, get ready for this. The Biden blowout scenario. And, and don't think he's kidding. He is actually convinced Joe Biden or President Trump could win the election narrowly, but only one in a popular and electoral vote blowout. Now, he is absolutely correct in saying that, but it's definitely not the way that he writes it and presents it. A Biden blowout would mean a Democratic Senate, a bigger Democratic House, and a huge political and policy shift nationwide. Yeah, he's true in saying that, but let me tell you something. Okay, this is the big 
secret that the left and the mainstream media don't understand. The only blowout that could happen, and by all means, we should see a total Trump landslide on November 3rd. And hopefully that carries uh, a Republican Senate to, to retain a majority in the uh, Senate. And hopefully, and this is where my worry comes in a little bit, is the House will have enough seats um, to, flip the, to flip the House from blue to red. I mean, think about everything we've gone through. This is why the rioting sort of ties into this um, article here. Because first of all, it's just asinine just moronic because biden again today he was done his campaign was done he was finished he wasn't going to appear anymore that was at 9 30 this morning i mean you have a biden campaign that and they've done this before they finish at about nine in the morning the president goes until about nine ten o'clock at night i mean the and again the rally today so think about this biden blowout which isn't going to happen. Don't worry about that, folks. That will never happen. But with Donald Trump, we could very easily, very easily see a Trump landslide. We really, truly could. Now, he was in Jacksonville, Florida, and he's just finishing up a rally, right? And again, again, the crowd is chanting, we love you. This, there's a bond that donald trump has with voters has with his base he he got it when he came down the escalator in 2015 and when people first started to see what he was talking about as far as uh making better trade deals with the united for the united states with different countries all throughout the entire world well that was trump looking after america looking out for this country the whole campaign uh slogan make america great again it wasn't about as far as Biden goes, making China again great again, or Ukraine, or Russia, which oh, and the, oh, you know, we're gonna spend some time on this today. But the new emails and texts and the memos and that came out as far as the FBI and Crossfire Hurricane goes today is just extraordinary. It's unbelievable that this would happen in our country. That our FBI was weaponized was was sicked on donald trump's campaign like dogs by the sitting president at the time that being barack hussein obama the it's just it is so damning and and and, and remember now lieutenant general michael flynn is still having to go through all this garbage because of judge emmett sullivan being a real piece of trash and there is no case here the doj the DOJ was the prosecutor in the case. The DOJ has dropped charges against uh, Flynn. So there is really no reason whatsoever that this case should still be going and that there's still that there's still an attempt to ruin Michael Flynn's life. You know, a 33-year veteran, lieutenant general of this country is having to go through all of this nonsense well, and, and be honest about it. Why is he having to go through all of it? Because he's a Republican, because he worked on Donald Trump's campaign, because he was going to be Donald Trump's national security advisor, and because him and Barack Obama disagreed as far as radical Islamic terrorism. Remember, Flynn uh, was fired by Barack Obama in 2014. 
But anyway, so we'll get to that in a second. But if you know, to 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 say to to write an article like this, the Biden blowout, it's just not going to happen. We're not going to see it. I don't understand how anyone could cast a vote for Joe Biden. The rioting that we're seeing and that we've seen all summer. Have you seen at any point in time a Make America Great Again hat out there rioting, out there causing chaos? The left, I always say this, the left yells louder than the right does. And most of the time it's because the right's at work. Uh, um, but it, it, all they do, think about this, think about the Democrat Party right now. All they do is complain and moan and identify what they perceive to be problems. Do they ever have a solution for any of the problems they identify? Absolutely not. They're much better at identifying the problems than they are at solving them. They identify the problems, the right solves it. That's really how this country works. But anytime the left gets control of anything, it all goes to hell. Under Joe Biden and Barack Obama, we had 95 million Americans totally out of the labor force, not working at all. We had Biden and Obama. You always talk about the national debt, which really at this point in time doesn't even mean anything. It's so sad. You know, we got New York's millions of dollars in debt. I think we're up to billions at this point. California's in debt, but you never, you know, you don't see any repercussions of it at all. Uh, so, but anyway, the national debt with uh, Biden and Obama and that administration accumulated more debt than the 43 presidents did before them combined. That's pretty incredible. You know, this was a country that was left in shambles by Barack Obama, by Joe Biden. Do you really, really think that we're going to see Biden? sweep the floor with Donald Trump? Donald Trump, a man who is fighting every single day for America. You know, he, um, as well as talking about new trade deals, he, he told you he was going to build a wall. He has built a border wall. Um, he, he said, listen, we got to get, I'm not doing this for me. And Whatever narrative, whatever the left, whatever the media, the picture that they try to paint about Donald Trump, the fact remains that Donald Trump, it was so popular. This was a man that was known throughout the entire world. He did not have to run for president to cement a legacy. He did, he's not running for president for himself. It's, you know, is there any profit in this for Donald Trump? Or is there an actual care and an actual understanding with not only the American people, but what this country needs, what this country deserves? Joe Biden will never, ever, ever understand that. This is a man that spent 51 years in politics, over half a century. He's been in politics more than some people have, have lived lives. And what has he brought to the table? Is there any piece of legislation besides the 1994 crime bill, which put thousands of black Americans in prison and he was happy to do so? I mean, think about it. It was Biden back in 1977 saying that I don't want my kids to grow up in a racial jungle because he was very much opposed 
um, uh, to integration. He was all about segregation. This is a man who eulogized Robert Byrd. Robert Byrd was a, a, a complete and utter racist. This was a segregationist. This is a man that was a recruiter for the KKK. That's Joe Biden's mentor. Joe Biden eulogized the man. As far, and Hillary Clinton isn't off the hook either. She said, yeah, that's all. Oh, what a great, tremendous senator. And again, he, uh, she even referred to him as her mentor. Again, Biden tied to uh, Senator Strom Thurmond. Again, a, a total racist, a man that was a segregationist. You know, it, it, just for because now Joe Biden, it, it, this is the way that the Democrat Party thinks that they're for blacks and Asians and Hispanics and uh, women as far as working goes. Well, Donald Trump got record low unemployment for all those different demographics. Joe Biden did nothing for him. Joe Biden I mean, is basically threatening black voters. If you don't know if you're for if you're for me or for Trump, well then you ain't black. Well, really, I mean Donald Trump has records and has statistics that he can show as evidence. I mean, 250 million dollars are being sent annually now to historically black colleges and universities. You have criminal justice reform, the First Step Act, uh, opportunity zones, and school choice. That was all passed by Donald Trump. That was not Barack Obama. That was not Joe Biden. So uh, how he can possibly say, uh, as well as on top of all that, it's the same Joe Biden that was saying, uh, well, unlike the African-American community, the Hispanic community is actually incredibly diverse. Well, what does that mean, Joe? What, what does that mean that you think that all blacks are the exact same? And that for some reason they owe you their vote just because you have Democrat next to your name? That's it, 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 Every single different way that Joe Biden has gone about this election is no way, not even close to the way you properly campaign. And everything that we've heard as far as coronavirus goes has been tailor-made to Joe Biden's campaign. Now there's statistics out today. Uh, well, I don't know if there's out today. I saw the um, tweet today. It's by Adam uh, Creighton as far as coronavirus goes. And you know what's so funny about American journalists? You think that these numbers would be published by American journalists, seeing as how it has to do with the U.S. and the U.S. government. But we have to have an Australian reporter uh, report it uh, for us. So... Here are the numbers, by the way, and this is straight from the CDC. You know, it's not like anyone can't just go there and get these numbers. You ready for this? It reads, the U.S. government last week updated the survival rates for COVID-19. Now, keep in mind that your summer was totally ruined. Keep in mind that you have to wear a mask everywhere you go. Keep in mind that you have to stay six feet away, although that rule has been revoked now. Keep in mind that all everything we've heard about COVID-19, the coronavirus, keep that in mind while I read you these numbers. The survival rate for people between the ages of 0 to 19, 99.997%. People between the ages of 20 and 49 the survival rate, 
99.98%. People between the ages of 50 to 69, 99.5%. And people be, uh, that are 70 and up, the uh, survival rate, 94.6%. So why? Please tell me why we are still under lockdown and it's for safety. You know, there's plenty of different things out there. If you want to live your life in fear, then you know what? Go ahead and do it. But as far as the American people go, as far as how tough we are and how many different scenarios we've had to have in our entire lifetime that we fought through and actually got through because that's what Americans do. You know, when the when the going gets tough, the tough get going. You've heard that quote before. That is what American citizens are all about. We don't just cower in fear. We don't just go out and wear masks and stay six feet away from someone else at all. And if, if you're in a restaurant, well, you, if you're standing up, well, you better put your mask on. As soon as you sit down, though, I, I guess the virus can attack you. Every single thing about coronavirus has been tailor-made to joe biden's campaign and i love that donald trump i know that donald trump sees it now i really well and truly do because you see that the rallies he's doing you see how you have between 20 to thirty thousand people that show up at every single one um of these events I, the crowd in in florida tonight is just incredible totally jam-packed Joe Biden would not be able to get a crowd like this. Now, think about all those numbers that I just threw out there as far as coronavirus goes. Do you really think this whole mail-in voting thing, right? If we can go through life, if you can grocery shop, if you can go to restaurants, if you can go to work, you know, you can, you, you can very well go to your polling place and vote. So here's... <clears throat> So the whole mail-in voting thing, that is just a scheme by the Democrat Party to steal the election. That's why I can't wait for uh, James O'Keefe and uh, Project Veritas' video on um, Monday. It's supposed to be released. Now listen to this, because wow, we don't think there's any voter fraud anywhere. How about this? DOJ orders Pennsylvania County to change ballot practices after troubling findings. Pennsylvania... 20 electoral votes is one of the 15 states that's going to decide this election. The Justice Department sent a letter to Pennsylvania County, to a Pennsylvania County on Thursday, ordering it change its practices after multiple military ballots were found discarded. The issue surfaced earlier in the day when the DOJ announced that it had recovered a small number, listen to this, of discarded ballots. While the Justice Department would not say where they had found the ballots, they did say there were nine recovered, listen to this, seven of which were cast for President Trump. Interesting. While the other two were sealed um, by Luzerne County, uh, L-U-Z-E-R-N-E, if you want to look it up, County, before the FBI uh, recovered them. David Freed, U.S. attorney, indicated that an additional uh, ballot materials were found in a dumpster. The investigation yielded troubling findings, including that the county, listen to this, allegedly improperly opened ballots. It's like, you got to be kidding me. 
what is this nonsense right they all and <clears throat> two out of the nine ballots that were recovered totally sealed right yet the other seven for president trump you think they don't want to steal this election don't you think that there's not voter fraud out there voter intimidation ballot harvesting i mean now they're just discarding ballots right listen to this pennsylvania supreme court ruled thursday that officials in the battleground states can reject mail-in ballots sent without a secrecy envelope which prevents the poll workers from seeing how someone voted the ruling rescinded previous guidance allowing counties to count naked ballots more than a hundred thousand ballots could be thrown out as a result of the decision according to the chair of the philadelphia city commissioners um that being lisa dealey president trump won pennsylvania by just over forty-four thousand votes during the 2016 election i mean there is voter fraud out there all because of this mail-in voting what a scheme the democrat party okay they know that they can't win the election the uh axios article is referring to the biden blowout scenario well they know that that they, they know that that's not gonna happen my goodness gracious there's no enthusiasm to vote for joe biden has has, has there been any policies put forward yet that are yeah, that are set in stone that will be good for joe biden I mean, now he's running about uh well the president's supreme court nominee which he'll um decide on saturday at 5 p.m it'll either be um amy coney barrett or <clears throat> barbara lagoyas uh from uh, illinois and florida respectively so we'll see which way that goes but anyway i don't see it out there you know I, I, your eyes you you see as much as you possibly can right but your eyes don't deceive you the biden so-called rallies and campaign events where you get five to ten people who are actually there and supporting biden you compare that to donald trump's rally tonight compare that to donald trump's rallies that he continues to do all throughout the country where thirty thousand people are there it it, it just think about that thirty thousand compared to ten that show up to biden's thing the only landslide we'll possibly see is for donald trump now Look, you have to get into this because here you go. Listen to this headline in Fox News. That's the citation here. The source of the Steele dossier was investigated by the FBI for Russian contacts. You know, it always goes back to Russia. This whole <clears throat> crossfire hurricane investigation into the Trump campaign colluding with russia there was nothing there there was never anything there the fbi was warned that there's nothing there by bruce Orr at the doj by kathleen kavlak they told them you know you better stop this trump uh steel who wrote the dossier has a bias against donald trump stop pursuing this yet guess what they continue to run with it anyway you see now why peter struck's out there trying to trying to do a, a, C, a CYA and trying to uh, get it, you know, all these interviews um, and as many as possible, even wrote a new book that's all based on lies, the sole compromise thing. And wait till you hear the text messages that are in this. Now, anyway, here's the main um, thing from today, the, new, the uh, newest news, I guess it would be. The primary source of the anti-Trump dossier 
authored by ex-British intelligence agent Christopher Steele, was the subject for an FBI counterintelligence investigation from 2009 to 2011 for suspected contact with Russian intelligence officers. So the source, and by the way, they mean the primary source, it's really the one that Steele went to, and, and, and he was the one that was saying, uh, and uh, this uh, source, by the way, who now we know is, is a Russian agent, was saying that this was all bar talk, this was all said in jest, and I can't confirm if any of it's true. Christopher Steele himself, who wrote the dossier, couldn't confirm if any of it was true at all. Jim Comey, FBI director, who was signing off on the dossier and saying, yeah, it's verified, yeah, it's true, on January 6th, the day after this meeting in the Oval Office with Joe Biden, with Barack Obama, with Sally Yates, with Comey, with Brennan, with Clapper. Susan Rice says she was present there too. A day after that, he goes to Trump Tower with Clapper and says, um, hey, you know, this, there's this dossier that's out there, and uh, but don't worry about it. You know, it's salacious and it's unverified. Yet behind Donald Trump's back, behind the back of the entire country, Jim Comey is running with it and using that as the basis for their FISA warrant to spy on Carter Page and in doing so, spying on the Trump campaign. At that point in time, January 6th of 2017, he was already president-elect Trump. You know, this all started back in um, August of 2016, the whole crossfire hurricane uh, put forward by Peter Strzok. Now listen to the listen to the text messages here. This all came, by the way, from the uh, the uh, John Durham uh, probe that he's leading. So Kimberly Strassel writes um, a thread here, and this really sort of puts everything into context for you because um, you know these are the Kimberly Strassel is a, um, a Wall Street Journal um, writer. She says it a lot better than I can ever um, explain it. Per Catherine Herridge, and she has the uh, documents on her um, Twitter box account, Christopher Steele's main source for the dossier, subject of a nearly two-year-long FBI counterintelligence investigation under suspicion of being a Russian spy and a threat to national security. Early in the Obama administration, the subsource reportedly attempted to recruit two individuals connected to an influential foreign policy advisor to Obama. Uh, if they got jobs in the administration, he said, and access to classified information, he said he could, quote, help them make a little extra money. The FBI says he had previously contacts with the Russian embassy and Russian intelligence officers. Um, and for a time, listen to this, he worked for uh, the Brookings Institute, which is all Democrat Party. Anytime you hear Brookings, you know Democrat Party. But she says, here's the real kicker. Per these documents out from uh, Lindsey Graham, who was the um, Senate Judiciary Committee chairman, the FBI knew 
about this prior counterintelligence investigation into the source in December of 2016. It knew it was relying on information from a suspected Russian spy. The same FBI said to be concerned about Russian interference in election was using information from a suspected Russian spy to probe a presidential campaign. The same FBI claiming Carter Page, who was a Trump advisor at the time, was a Russian agent, was making the case based on information from a suspected Russian agent. Most importantly, she continues, it never told the FISA court about this counterintelligence investigation. It withheld that information and continued re-upping its applications to surveil Carter Page and the Donald Trump campaign. It vouched for information supplied by a suspected Russian agent. The name of this subsource and the realization of the FBI's prior suspicions should have ended the entire probe. Instead, the FBI doubled down, hid things from the court, and kept going. This again raises urgent need to know who knew what and when and why. And people wonder why Durham is looking into all of this. Also, wasn't it Mueller's job? To find sources of Russian disinformation? How do you miss the guy potentially feeding it directly to the FBI? And she concludes by saying big credit to Attorney General Bill Barr and Lindsey Graham for their commitment to truth and transparency. Americans deserve to know what happened. Now, Catherine Herridge has the uh, different documents and says the primary subsource for the Steele dossier was deemed a possible national security threat between 2009 and 2011. That's when the FBI's counterintelligence probe of the subsource was going on. Uh, Technofrog has these documents that were up. Listen to some of the things that were going on between, and uh, it's redacted, by the way. So this was between different Crossfire Hurricane FBI, you know, people working on the Crossfire Hurricane um, investigation and people in the FBI listen to some of these text messages right uh, we have to we have some loose ends to tie up and we need to meet to dip we need all we all need to meet to discuss what to do with each case about shutting down razor now anytime you hear razor you know that that means lieutenant general Flynn he was crossfire razor um, in this matter that was the uh, code name for uh, General Michael, Lieutenant General Michael Flynn. Now that was on, uh, by the way, that was on November 8th, right? At 539. Well, what, uh, what happened November 8th, 2016? That's the day Donald Trump won the election. So glad they're closing Razor. Uh, another uh, person said on, uh, again, the day that Donald Trump won the election. Now listen to this, De December 5th, what do we expect to get from a national uh, security letter, they say, um, NSL it is in there. Um, and uh, he says, well, he sat next to Putin in December. Their relationship is overt. I did think at this time, and I do now, is the right call to do them. Agree, but listen to this, we didn't find anything else from the investigation about him. 
it's uh it's a logical investigative step but now it is not we put out tracers tripwires to community and nothing so what's a national security letter going to do no content now listen to this uh ha 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 this is a nightmare now listen this is one of the most damning ones that there is this was a conversation on january 5th now january 5th is when the oval office meeting with obama biden yates comey uh brennan clapper rice all takes place now as the, the same day listen to this so razor is going to stay open yep crimes report being drafted one of this one person just writes f what's the word on how o's briefing went who is o obama our president don't know but people here are scrambling for info to support certain things and it's a madhouse listen to this text trump was right still not put together why do we do this to ourselves what is wrong with these people and they uh, uh and on the 10th five days later in the fbi we all went and purchased professional liability insurance holy crap all the analysts too yep that really really sucks uh how about this the thought was that if the piece comes oh they and they were worried because they were that they heard there was leaking the new york times and the wall street journal the thought was that if the piece comes out and january 20th comes around the new attorney general might have some questions then yada 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 we all get screwed don't think it will happen now but just in case this could be a very very unpredictable four years january 13th for your information someone leaked the flynn calls with kislyak kislyak's the russian ambassador uh to the wall street journal uh i'm sorry to hear that i'll resume my duties as chief morale officer and recite that oh sh you know what did that go out yet or is there a soft approach from the wall street journal at this time published just this morning by ignitus david uh, i think it's david ignitus who uh, writes there it's got to be someone on the staff or white house uh seniors and by the way peter struck who's all out there but this is all from the fbi this is all inside the fbi they're scrambling because they knew they knew there was no collusion with trump and russia yet they still ran with it they ran on someone who was supposedly a russian agent giving them information that was the basis between uh, as far as you utilized by the fbi to spy on donald trump's campaign peter struck himself says he satisfied the the satisfied the registration obligation no evidence of any willfulness as far as colluding just incredible folks that this is what was happening and that there's still people out there that have no idea no idea that this was truly well and truly um happening you know this was uh you got another thing on here um where you have people saying um that the prosecution of of flynn was supposedly um just uh, was a means to get trump 
And that exactly what all of this was. And the FBI, even though that that they knew there was nothing there, and this is what was happening behind the scenes, this never would have come out, by the way. This never would have come out if Hillary Clinton won the election. That's why this whole, the Obama administration weaponized the FBI to go after Donald Trump because he was so desperate to have Trump not win the election. You know, this is... <laughs> This news today is incredible. It's incredibly damning to to everyone that was involved with this. Every single person. When Donald Trump says they spied on my campaign, he's absolutely right. They had no basis. They had no gen, genuine genuine information to even start this investigation. And it was a counterintelligence investigation. That doesn't start unless Barack Obama, as the FBI agents are calling him, O at this point, unless he starts, uh, he gives it the green light and gives it the go-ahead. And this is just our FBI. This was going on inside of our FBI, an FBI we're supposed to trust to protect us and keep us safe. And this is what they were doing behind the scenes. They were so desperate to have Hillary Clinton win the election that they would break laws, that they would use Russian disinformation, that they would believe someone that they probed in 2000, between 2009 and 2011 and said, this guy's working with Russia. This guy's a Russian agent. That's who they believed. And they, they lied to the FISA court. Every single person involved, Comey and Clapper and Brennan and McCabe, and struck and page and you know Pienka as well we know that was in the room that did conducted the interview on Flynn on January 24th um alongside Peter struck and they said yeah we didn't think he was lying at all you know this is this has been going on for four years we now know four years Donald Trump's been put through this we had a Mueller investigation that I believe influenced the 2018 midterms and gave the Democrats the uh, control and the power to run the House of Representatives again. So sad, so awful what happened at our FBI. And now it's, you know, thank God we have the Senate Judiciary uh, Committee Chairman Lindsey Graham putting forward these documents. You know, they're, they're really running hard to get Lindsey Graham uh, defeated by this Jamie Harrison guy. And it makes sense as to why, because he'll continue to release documents and show how bad it really was at the FBI. Now, thank God we have Attorney General William Barr, who is brave enough, bold enough to release these documents to show and to indicate to the American people. Yeah, this is what was going on behind the scenes at the FBI. And you have these so-called political commentators and pundits going on all of the mainstream media news channels and saying, yeah, there's there's definitely something there. But we know that, you know, Lisa uh, Page, the FBI lawyer, was saying, yeah, there's no, there, there there's nothing here. Strzok himself knew there was nothing. And yet he writes a full book about it. You know, thank God that we have Donald J. Trump as our president. You know, I always say, that it, it, it's nothing short of a miracle given you had never Trumpers against Trump. 
You had the Democrat Party. You had the mainstream media. You had the FBI all against Donald Trump winning the White House. Yet in 2016, the man persevered, and thank God that he did. Maybe the only way to reward that that triumphant victory in 2016, the only thing we can do is reward the man with four more years on November 3rd of this year.